0: Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello listeners, welcome back. I've got a fun story for us this week. It's one that I wrote a few months ago when we first came up with our demons theme, and I'll be interested to know if you know what demon this is about. The name of this story is, There Are No Wolves in This Forest. But before we get started, I have a quick announcement. For those of you who are in Texas, Jeremy and I will be sponsoring the DFW Writers Conference here in June. We will have a table set up. So if you would like to come and meet us, stop by the conference and say hi. If you're an attendee, we'll have fun merchandise to give away. And we would love to meet our fans. So stop by. I hope to see you there. We're excited to be co-sponsoring a writer's conference. It's a big deal for us. We love you guys and all of your support. Make sure to follow us on social media and check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stories in the dark, where you can spend more quality time with us. There are no wolves in this forest. I made sure of that when I got here. There are only the tall pines and the rough rocks In the cabin I found, abandoned, deep in the heart of the wood. I know what it's like to be abandoned. I know how it feels to be left behind. How you will welcome any stranger willing to stay a while. Willing to help you feel like a home again. And the price you pay. I also know what it's like to do the leaving. To be the one who walks away. Leaving only a shell behind. I know all these things. And yet, I made the choices I made. I did what I did. And so when I found the cabin just four walls with a roof covering a bed and a kitchen. I asked if I could come inside. I asked if I could come home. The cabin let me in, into its silent spaces and empty places that felt so very much like my own heart. I know that feeling well. I know the loneliness of solitude and the loneliness of having the wrong companion as well. I knew the cabin and I would get on quite well. So many people don't go into the deep forest. They prefer the trails and the safety of the known. But you can only find the truest things if you push past the edges of what is safe. If you are willing to wander into the wild, and that is how I came here, to this cabin, to this wood, to this place on the other side of the river of time, There are no wolves in this forest, and so the woods are quiet at night. You might hear the owl as it hunts, but there is no howl, no baying at the moon. She is all mine. I am safe as I slip out of my clothes and walk between the trees. The needles scattering under my feet, the scent of cool earth and old pines and the dust of a dry forest filling me with a longing to run naked under the light of the moon, to run with branches scraping at my skin, I run until I am tired a long way from my cabin And then I rinse my dirty hands in the creek before going back. Going back takes longer. I run, and then I walk to rest, and then I run some more, my long legs moving with their own rhythm, and I do this until my cabin is in sight. I stop. I see a shadow lingering under the moon, walking around my cabin. I hear a snuffling sound and I wonder if it is a bear awake when it should not be. It does not snow here, not much, but it is cold and I almost feel the cold as I stand still, so very still next to one of the slender pines. It is not a bear. It raises its head and howls and every hair on my body stands on end to hear it. It is the sound of loneliness and an endless aching hunger. It is not a wolf. It walks on two legs and its eyes glow, and its arms are too long for its body. It is an unnatural thing. I can sense it with all my senses, the regular five and the extra one that comes to us, like an extra finger or green eyes. I know how to keep myself from harm, and I do. I hold myself in stillness until the beast moves on. And then I wait another half hour before I walk to the cabin. There is a smell. It is rank and musky and foul. It is not an animal smell. It is as unnatural as the creature itself, and I see where it is marked one of the walls of my cabin. I do not sleep that night. When the sun rises, I let myself rest at last. It will not come back when the sun is up, at least not as it is. When I was younger, I would not have needed to rest. I would stay up all night, three nights, it didn't matter. I could stay awake as long as I wanted to, even longer if I needed. But those days are long behind me, and today I must rest, for I will need my energy. When I wake, the sun is high in the sky and I am hungry, so I heat some porridge and clean my skin and hair. There are twigs and needles that need removing, and something from the forest is under my nails. I do not want the creature to smell me, and I wash with a soap that smells like fresh pine. Only after I have eaten and tidied myself do I go outside. In the full light of day, I can see the footprints in the dirt around my cabin. They are long, longer than mine and narrow. Briefly, I consider leaving. But my time of leaving things behind is done. This cabin and I have each other and nothing else, and I will not leave it. I fill the footprints with salt and then I drive a nail in two of them, one left and one right. I say the right words, and what I do, the salt is tinged with red. I clean the cabin wall where the beast marked it with his stench and then I sprinkle salt and ash around the perimeter of the cabin I do not have much with me out here I do not have all the right things but maybe I have enough of the things I need I wish for wolves wolves are easy When I go back inside I wash my arms and hands again and again and again. I must not smell like him. It does not return that night or the next. I use the time to prepare myself into the cabin. I burn white sage and rub the ashes where I should. I find a large bag of salt buried under the floorboards and I give thanks to the cabin for providing she does not want the beast here any more than I do on the third day someone knocks on my door the Sun is high in the wintry sky but still I am uneasy as I should be I peer out through the small hole in the door and there is a man on the other side. Just a man, but his hair is long and shaggy. I do not open the door. He knocks again and then he tries to cajole me through the door. He asks me to open it. He says he has brought food. I do not answer him. He warns me of a great beast in the woods. He tells me of a campground five miles east that has been damaged by some animal seen only at night. I do not answer him. He pounds on the door and the door, the wall, the whole cabin shakes. Let me in, he hisses that the Cabin and I are in agreement he will not come in I can smell you he whispers and my gut churns and my hair crawls and I want to say the words the black words but I do not I know better you cannot speak to his kind if you speak to them you give them power every woman knows this there is gray in my black hair and i need more sleep than i used to but i am still a woman i remember men like this one he walks around the cabin testing the walls and I hear a grunt of surprise when he finds the footprints filled with salt and nails. I bite my lip and wait. Finally he leaves, loping off into the forest. And I slide down and sit on the floor of the kitchen and I shake with remembered fear. I set more salt and ash outside but I know the beast will not be held off for long. I need to hold it off for as long as I can. I do not have a car out here, or a gun. I do not know if I would use a gun if I had it. I watch the moon rise and bathe the forest in her silvery light. My breath plumes in the cold air of the forest at night in winter. It is a beautiful time here. I do not want to miss it. At last, I am ready. When the beast comes back, the moon is full, riding low in the sky, watching us with pregnant eyes. I am not in the cabin. I am in the woods, not far, far enough to see it walk up to the cabin. It snuffles around and scratches at the walls, the door. It is larger than a man, but it is gaunt, emaciated, and it moves with a wiry strength as it paces around the cabin looking for me. I ask the moon for strength and then I step out into the clearing between the trees and my cabin. I am naked. I do not say anything. I wait. The beast smells me before it sees me. Its snout turns towards me and I see the man in the beast the beast in the man, the beast that wants human flesh, I wonder how long he has been this way, what turned him into this, there are no wolves in this forest, there is only me, as I drop to all fours Sleek My green eyes shining in the night My black fur silvered with grey And my roar shakes the forest as I crouch Tail lashing And pounce on the beast that disturbs my forest and thinks it will best me it never has